Hello and welcome to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about economics week at school for my older son. So the big question is this, how are parents like us, who don't have a manual, who are doing the best we can, who feel as though we aren't enough, how are we going to raise healthy, happy children who we are proud of and still keep our sanity in that process? That's the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Ryan Roy, and welcome to I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, a podcast for parents who are being real with themselves. Hey, welcome back to this episode of I Don't Know Jack About Parenting, where today I'm going to be talking about economics week at my son's school. Very exciting. In my book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, I say share your passions with your kids. Uh, one of my passions that I describe in a book is the love of football, but one of my other loves is entrepreneurship, uh, economics, just business in general. I get excited about it. I'm always interested how people make money, uh, how businesses are run, how people leverage uh, finances, things of that nature. So I tend to lean towards teaching my son all kinds of uh, small business skills. And it's exciting for me because they had a project this week. And that project was to have a small business. They're either going to sell, they, they could either be a producer or a consumer, right? And anyone listening to this, I encourage you to be a producer a producer of a good, a service, uh, and just be a producer in the marketplace. Because if you're not a producer, you essentially become purely a consumer. And if you're a consumer, you producers leverage consumers to make them wealthy, if that makes sense, right? One of my favorite words that I ever learned in my early 20s was leverage. And somebody told me, there's nothing wrong with this, right? It takes all kinds of people to, to, to make the world go round. But somebody said, when you work for somebody else, you are their leverage. Meaning they're leveraging you and your talents and paying you a certain amount of dollars per hour. And I guarantee you that they make at least twice, but probably many times, at least five times the amount of money they pay you per hour based on your output. Think about a McDonald's cashier. Let's just say for round number's sake, they make $10 an hour. How many hamburgers do you think they ring? How many you know, value meals do they ring in an hour? Probably hundreds. And because they're ringing hundreds, uh, they're more than paying their $10 an hour. Mind you, there's other people making the burgers and things of that nature, but it takes all kinds. So anyway. Back to economics week. My son wanted, didn't know what to do and they kind of gave a list. If you're gonna be a producer, you had a choice of a good or a service, right? They broke this down this way. Seven years old, I love that they're teaching them this stuff. Too bad it's not often enough. It was early enough, but they don't do it often enough. It's like one week in the whole curriculum. So I said, what do you want to do? What do you want to make? He's like, well, we've done a lemonade stand. Can we do lemonade? I said, that's a lot of, uh, you know, we got to bring the lemonade. We got to make the lemonade. We got to set it up. It's a lot of stuff. It's the middle of school day. Probably not the best 
business for that location or that school. And then one of the things that said you could be a service and one of it was a fortune teller uh, on this list of examples they gave that got sent home. And I thought to myself, he, he read this book not too long ago, probably five or six months ago when it had a magic eight ball. Ask the magic eight ball any yes or no question. And he was enamored by it. And one of, one of the kids in the, one of the characters in the book had a magic eight ball and he wasn't selling it, but he was letting his friends do it. I said, why don't you, so we ended up buying him a magic eight ball because he thought it was cool. So I said, why don't you use your magic eight ball to your advantage here? Uh, you don't have to produce anything. You're letting them ask the magic eight ball a yes or no question. You allow them or yourself to shake the magic eight ball and give whatever answer. They're going to get some laughs and it costs you nothing. Your goods cost nothing. Now, mind you, they were using uh, fake money at school. All the kids got like $20 to use and they could sell their good or service for as small as a dollar and up to $5, max $5. I said, why don't you let your friends ask the Magic 8 Ball two questions for a dollar? So we practiced this a few times at home. We had a few laughs. We asked it a couple dumb questions. Uh, it wasn't completely clear to the other seven and eight year olds in his class, but I asked him, I said, how, how many people came and shook your magic eight ball? He says, I think it was 16, dad. I said, that's pretty awesome. You made $16 and all you had to do is allow them to do all the work. Listen to that. You didn't create a good. I said, what were some of the other businesses? Oh, some kids had brownies. Some kids had planted a seed and, and made this stuff. Some kid, some kid was making drawings. Oh, it was actually one of his best friends. Uh, some kid sold his, and I'm just going to place these up here because they happen to be on the table. Um, and for those of you who are listening to this on the podcast and not on YouTube, these are Pokemon cards. He loves, this is the biggest rage right now with all of his friends. And guess what? One of, actually two of his classmates were selling their Pokemon cards. I said, is that a good business? He goes, yeah, they sold a lot. I said, what did they get for it? He goes, Braves Bucks. I said, wow, what are Braves Bucks worth? He says, nothing. I said, so they gave away something they love for nothing. But you gained 16 Braves Bucks. How many Pokemon cards did you buy? And he goes, I got nine Pokemon cards, Dad. I said, so you created a business where people got to ask a magic eight ball some questions. You made $16 and you turned those $16 into nine Pokemon cards. That sounds like a good day in business to me. You gave value, enough value that somebody wanted to purchase something from you and you were able to take that value and go and turn it into something you like. That's business, young man. And when you're your own business owner and you do it smartly, you get to leverage that. So we're also, that's the cat for those of you who just heard her in the background. Um, it, it's exciting for me because we get to talk about marketing. He made a sign. We got to talk about how to interact with your guests. And I said, if you're going to shake the magic eight ball, do, your, do them a favor and repeat the question back so that they get a feel and some anticipation. Um, thank them for their business.
right? And I thank all of you who listen to this stuff. If you guys are digging it, share it with your friends. Uh, look, I don't know jack about parenting, uh, but I do think it's important to share your enthusiasm for something with your kids so that they look forward to it. As I said in the previous podcast, we have a summer full of activities that are going to allow him to learn in a fun way, but I'm teaching him things that I absolutely love teaching him. Um, you know, one of the other things I'm looking at a chessboard that happens to be right next to me because last night we played a few games of chess together. I'm not the best chess player in the world, but he loves it and we play and he starts telling me the rules and I have to break out the rules and either confirm or let him know the real rules and and just the strategy and me trying to set him up for failure while I'm playing a game. I'm not that good. Uh, but I can anticipate a couple moves ahead. And, and I'm like, if I do this, he's going to do that. But I can take his rook or his pawn or whatever it is. And I love watching my seven-year-old look at it and go, oh, I'm not doing that. I see what you're doing. I go, well, tell me what I'm doing. And then he shows me. And sometimes he shows me things that I never even saw before. But I'm going to tell you the beauty of playing chess is the beauty of teaching him economics, the beauty of teaching him customer service, is he's anticipating, listen to what I'm saying here, he's anticipating the needs of his clientele. He's anticipating the moves on the chessboard, but he's having fun doing it. And when he makes a mistake, I get to put the pieces back on the board and say, what did you see here? I get to teach him. I get to show him. He gets to learn. He gets to absorb. And he's having a blast doing it. Win, lose, or draw while playing chess. Win, lose, or draw while performing these business acts. Um, I shared with you guys in a previous episode here on I Don't Know Jack About Parenting where he wanted to sell wooden weapons down at the local uh, park. And I allowed him to fail in that scenario. I allowed him to write a sign that said, wooden weapons for sale for $10. And the very first parent came up to him and said, I'm not buying weapons for my child. And I looked at him and I said, what did daddy tell you? Nobody wants to buy weapons. You should have said wooden toys. And he was like, ah, but we have to allow them to fail when they're young in order to succeed later on. So economics week was a win Economics Week was a learning experience. Economics Week, you know, he started to compare his business to other kids' business saying they had bigger and longer lines. I said, but his ROI, and for those of you who may be listening to that and don't know that term, his return on investment for him was infinite because he utilized the toy he already had, which cost him nothing. It was a gift from us. And he turned it into nine Pokemon cards by thinking a little bit outside the box. See, a lot of those other businesses, people made goods, goods and service, goods or services that cost them money. His cost him creativity. The last thing I'll say on that is, I have a good friend of mine. His name is Mark Starr. He is a, a coach and a businessman himself. And, and Coach Starr always says this, people don't have money problems they have creativity problems. We'll see you in the next episode. 
Do you want to be the dad you wish you had? If so, go get my free book, Be the Dad You Wish You Had, at bethedadyouwishyouhad.com. Inside, you'll find my most effective 40 tips to quickly and easily transform yourself into the ideal dad. Go to bethedadyouwishyouhad.com now and get it while it's free.